In the news this week, an expert in palliative care warns of the serious dangers of legalising assisted suicide. The CI announces the development of a street preacher's charter. And a former star of ITV's Gladiators speaks of the impact of God's grace on his life. Hello. Palliative care expert Baroness Finlay has warned that legalising assisted suicide is just too dangerous. Speaking to BBC Radio 4's Woman's Hour, Lady Finlay said other countries believed changing the law was safe, only to quickly accelerate down a slippery slope. If the nation wants to have a suicide service, then that is up to the nation and the politicians to set it up. But the evidence from Oregon and from the Netherlands, and certainly from Canada, is that by having this as part of clinical care, making ending patients' lives a specific treatment is the most dangerous thing you can do. Canada was told when they started to change the law that it would be really safe, that it wouldn't expand as it had in other countries, and lo and behold, it's expanded more rapidly than anywhere else. And now it's... And patients being killed, really, with lethal drugs is the fifth cause of death. In the Republic of Ireland, the statement, you must not take part in the deliberate killing of a patient, has been ditched from the Medical Council's latest guidance. It also removes the previous edition's warning that doctors must not take part in human reproductive cloning or engage in the creation of new forms of human life solely for experimental purposes. In response, pro-life group the Iona Institute said it seems perfectly clear what is happening. If the government legalises euthanasia, the ethics code for doctors will no longer get in the way. The Christine Institute is developing a street preacher's charter in the hope it will foster better relations between the police and Christians involved in street evangelism. It comes after Angus Cameron, a street preacher who was assisted by the Institute, received nearly £15,000 in compensation and legal costs after he was unlawfully arrested over a hate crime incident and detained for over an hour in a police van. The Charter will outline the broad freedoms Christians currently enjoy, while also providing guidance on good practice when preaching on the streets. The Institute has over 15 years' experience dealing with street preaching cases, as well as providing training for both the police and street evangelism groups. Drawing on this, it is hoped the guide will be endorsed by the police and used widely. Our Deputy Director Kieran Kelly told Premier Christian Radio more about the project. Our experience says that there's a need for people to, to understand what the law does and doesn't say. I mean, most importantly, Chick, let everybody hear this, that publicly proclaiming the word of God is entirely lawful in the United Kingdom. That's good. That's got to be good, right? Um, we enjoy great freedom in this country. It's a country that's had hundreds of years of, of religious freedom. But it is wise to have some idea of the law before engaging in street evangelism. That's just a sensible thing. So this charter was set out the uh, legal rights and responsibilities that are laid out in criminal and civil legislation. You know, at its most basic, there is a fundamental right to free speech in this country, but you can't necessarily say what you like, when you like, and how you like. And then, uh, having laid all that out, we want, we'd like to get that endorsed by the police. So if you think of it as, a, as an agreement or a common understanding between those who are sharing the gospel on the street uh, and the police who uh, have, a, have a job to do. 
A social worker discriminated against by her employer and professional body for defending the reality of biological sex has won her legal case. An employment tribunal upheld Rachel Mead's claim that Westminster City Council and Social Work England had subjected her to harassment over her belief that people cannot change sex. In its judgment, the tribunal ruled that Mead's views on gender self-ID were protected under the Equality Act and could not sensibly be viewed as being transphobic. Mead described her ordeal after posting gender-critical comments online as dreadful. Suddenly, my reputation was in tatters. I was suspended. I felt so isolated and alone. Her solicitor hailed the outcome as a victory for common sense and free speech in the culture wars on gender issues. And finally, a former star of ITV's Gladiators has spoken of how God set him free after stardom left him pursuing a destructive lifestyle. Plucked from obscurity, Warren Furman, or Ace, thought fame and fortune had given him everything he wanted, from first-class travel to dating glamour models and constant partying. He told Premier Christian Radio that his sin felt good and pleasurable at the time, but was having a negative impact. Life was a party, but I was picking up a lot of destructive habits. Gladiators was cancelled in 2000 and his life changed dramatically. Away from the spotlight, he met and married churchgoer Dion. But it wasn't until 2015 that he attended an Alpha course and heard the Gospel explained clearly for the first time. He gave his life to Christ and his wife realised her need to be born again soon after. I came out of the rat race into God's grace. When people say to me now, do you still do bodybuilding to keep fit? I say, yes, I am still a bodybuilder. And as Christians, I believe we're all bodybuilders. We're called to build the body of Christ, which is the church. Well, that's all for this week. For regular updates and information on all of our stories, plus much more, visit our website at christian.org.uk. Until next time, goodbye.